Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. 8.19 uh, Central African time, your number one station in the East Rand and also broadcasting to over 120 countries across the globe. Ahalun Salan to wherever you are and welcome, welcome uh, to Sirius FM. But before I get to our Dr. Idris Kamisa, let me read this uh, correspondence uh, that I came through. It says... Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Sirius Breakfast Club FM 105.7. This is my favorite breakfast show on the satellite. MashaAllah team. Brother Shafaz, if you will kindly refer to Brother Idris, two questions. Despite the dini studies we sisters do at Madrasa, still it seems that we fail to lift our standards. Example, attending a mayath. First question they ask if a husband passed on. Number one. I wonder how much he left her. Number two, I wonder if she will remarry or if the man dies, they say, I wonder how soon before he remarries. Can't they implement uh, the dini etiquettes, uh, etiquettes they learned in Madrasa? Second question, uh, A, why is it that those uh, without a degree amongst uh, the brothers and sisters always ridicule those uh, that have a degree and higher education? I, for example, studied my HIFS and have a few more paras to complete. In between, I got a university degree. Those uh, people who try to undermine my degree don't even know of my dini studies and they preach uh, at me like uh, this. Uh, yes, uh, you can uh, use your Western education in this dunya, but you'll uh, take in, uh, uh, what will you take in your cover? I know it's uh, their insecurities are shouting, but at the same time, it's so tiresome and plain rude. Uh, Dean doesn't tell us to be so obnoxious. Please uh, give some professional guidance. Jazakallah from degree with hips in Norwood. Idris uh, Kamisa, Dr. Idris Kamisa, educator, motivational speaker, uh, family therapist, and someone that is loved by the world and loved by the ummah. Idris Kamisa, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing this fine? Beautiful morning. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We cannot thank Allah enough that we are alive to see another day, alive to confront our true selves, turn to you for forgiveness, and inshallah be an asset to the community, inshallah. And I pray, Shafat, you're also doing well. I always enjoy my interacting with you and our listeners. I look forward to it. And, you know, it seems as if when I blink my eyes and it's Wednesday again and it's Wednesday again, and I can't believe it. You know, the questions that we get is unreal. And I really enjoy each one. And I must thank the listeners for that. And I must also thank you, Idris, for giving brilliant answers. How do you react to uh, our brother with a degree and also is a half is from our Norwood, uh, Idris? Yeah, you know, the uh, critical thing in life is before we look at the uh, specific of each question. One of the abiding themes in Islam is you must mind your own goodness. Except if you are promoting a good and uh, one should not speculate, uh, gossip, or uh, talk about other people. And our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, I've come to the world to perfect morals. And the social etiquette is an integral part of uh, all of this. And the whole issue is this, that, you know, let's look at each item here, right? 
for example, when they attend uh, attending a mayor, uh, they ask the question who passed on and uh, how much he had left and so on. Uh, I wonder if he could remarry and everything else. It's totally inappropriate. It shows insensitivity. You begin to question why they are in the mayor in the first place. Where's the compassion? They need to give support uh, to the ones that are still here, and they need to make dua for the deceased. So it's quite clear, I wonder, why they go in the first place. And the question asked by the listener, can't they implement the Dini etiquette they learned in Madrasa? That is so true. That's so true. What makes you a true human being is your sensitivity towards others, and uh, how you engage with others. And the second part there is uh, when those people who got a degree amongst the brothers and sisters are, uh, always, you know, uh, ridicule those who have a higher education. And they think, you know, the assumption that is made that if you got higher education, that you got no dini education. That's pure uh, speculation. Yes, it's also true that when you pursue any education, you've got to pursue education that reminds you about who you are, what's your purpose, and uh, your own mortality. And this whole thing, as the person says, that uh, she's got, uh, or he or she got a part of left, and uh, they're also doing a, a university education. And it, it, yes, it is true that people are rude and everything else, but I want to just say something here, that you should not allow them, any of them, to impact on you. You should allow them uh, to get underneath your skin. And this is an important thing, you see, in life. In life, you should lead a wholesome life. Listen to those that give you sound advice, that truly care for you. Do not uh, engage yourself or with naysayers. And in the end, it's also important that you need to assert yourself. When you see someone doing wrong, you need to tell the person. You say, you don't even know me, and you're making assumptions about me. And you never, ever make assumptions about other people. This basically shows very poor interpersonal skills. And you know what? The other thing is this. You must never suffer fools easily. And you, and this person is right when these people do this, is basically they're projecting their own insecurities. I'm taking everything in as uh, you talk. Uh, lots of uh, questions coming on the screen. And uh, this one is, it says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, what a lovely show. I really enjoy it. I'm a new revert uh, to Islam. When I attend Our Ladies program, they keep on looking at my shoes. What is with them? <laughs> Idris, how do you react uh, to this uh, sister, I presume? She says whenever she uh, attends a ladies' program, they keep on looking at her shoes, and she has to know what is with them. Uh, talk to us, Idris. <laughs> you know, I want to jokingly say that she must give them a boot, you know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is, uh, this is what it is all about, you know. It shows people are very superficial. That's uh, what they're all about, you know. That uh, the values, you know, you you need to have 
uh, you know, meaningful values, not va- values uh, that uh, are dependent on what shoe a person wears, what clothes they drive, what cars, uh, you know, uh, what clothes they wear, and what cars they drive, the kind of home they stay. And this is the nature, you know. So such people, you know, you should just ignore them, you know. You should not uh, allow them to get underneath your skin. <laughs> Which is a reality, and I'm just chuckling because eh, I don't know what to say. But as a, uh, I remember that these boots were made for walking. That's all she can tell me. The shoes, they eh, are walking my shoes. <laughs> just give us a break, man. <laughs> Looking at this question, it says, uh, Idris Kamisa, Salaam Alaikum. You are one of the best, and I know that because I've attended many of your seminars. He says, Look at us, look at us, look at us as an ummah. How disunited, how disjointed we are. Who do we blame? We can't blame ourselves because there were those that called themselves leaders and these leaders have let us down. Not only us, but our children and the Ummah of South Africa. Please, man of truth, advise. Yes. You know, this uh, is really a, a recurring issue in the community. Uh, I really believe that when you do things for Allah, you are never divisive. When you are doing things for Allah, you do not undermine other people, even uh, amongst the scholars. When you're doing things for Allah, you'll bring people together. When you're doing things for Allah, you never speak ill of your colleagues. You do not damn them. Now, South Africa is one place where they show you a shortcut to Jahannam. Many people act as if they are Allah on this earth. You know, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, we have an Allah that is merciful and kafur rahim. At least on a personal capacity and those people that are head of institutions, whoever, right, you've got to make sure that you speak words that are purring and the words that unite the hearts of people. And in the end, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was like that. He always, uh, you know, strove towards unity to bring people together. But when you've got your own agenda, when you do things for self-aggrandizement, for, uh, for your own uh, glory, then you do nothing because you're only concerned about protecting your own freedom. Mm, well said, Idris. And also looking at this question, it says, uh, As-salamu alaykum, we're living in a horrid time and interesting times. Why are the husbands and wives are so quick in divorcing these days? Uh, please advise, Idris. And I think which is a fact, you know, that everyone just wants to give it up. And uh, what they're looking for, Idris? Tell us. No, no. You see, the reality is just that today uh, people are going through all kinds of psychological battles. Many of them are going through material challenges. And uh, the home, instead of him being a place of tranquility, a place in which you have conversations where you are garments unto each other, where they support, you find that uh, people, instead of fighting a united battle, a unified battle against the dynamic changing environment, uh, we are, we are, we now have what you call a knee-jerk reaction because of own stressors in life. We cannot cope. And through, as a result of that, we think that the grass is greener on the other side, you know. So there are many, many challenges. And I'm not uh, suggesting that these are reasons enough for this to happen.
this uh, message here says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm listening very intently, Idris Kamisa, and I also like uh, your close friend, uh, Ismail Umar. Ismail Umar. Uh, yeah, I think he's referring to our attorney, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, Ismail is a good friend uh, of ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a good man too. And he says, uh, too many Muslim platforms, but they're fighting each other. What a way we are living, and why is this happening, Idris Kamisa? You see, the, the whole thing is this, that, uh, you know, therefore one of the most important things is intentionality. You know, why are we creating our own platforms? Is it, are you doing it because you believe you are the voice of truth and everyone else is uh, voices of uh, untruths or whatever? And uh, you'll be just by that, you know. And it's important, you know, that you should not allow shaitan to whisper. We should do the right things and and speak good of people. And if you have nothing to say, uh, rather don't say anything at all, you know. And if there's some issue you have with any other individual, talk to the individual privately. You don't. Have, it doesn't have to be part of a public uh, discourse, you know. It- Hey, you got the people, you got them rolling in here, Idris. It's raining like tsunami. I don't know which question to take. Let's take that one, Yusuf. Yeah, that one there. It says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm in my late 30s and I want to ask Idris Kamisa this question. Why the old bullies uh, do not want the young men in their mosque committees? Uh, committee, that, uh, a very valid question, Idris, because uh, sometimes, you know, the people take over the custodianship like you look at the Arabic study circle, uh, when the leadership, when that thing fell, uh, fell down, uh, the young men, the Muslims association, that went as soon as the leadership went, uh, perhaps IPCI to a small extent. But if you look at this, uh, he's asking the question, why the old bullies, okay, we are bullies now, Idris, why the old bullies do not want the young men in the mosque committees? How would you answer him, Idris? I think it's a very valid point, you see. The whole thing is this. Remember that you are not the owner of a mosque. You are a custodian. So custodianship requires a lot of responsibility. And it's very important that we need to engage young people. Young people are creative. They have have fresh ideas. And they know what's happening on the ground, you know. And that's also part of succession planning. We've got to get them involved, and it doesn't mean it has to be your son, right? It could be any young person that is uh, worthy, a person of character, a person that can make a meaningful contribution. So this person makes a very valid observation. Hey, Idris, you can hear the pause in me. I'm just trying to digest everything. This question says, Idris Kamisa, please advise the family is crying. Why are our young men marrying out of the flock? I mean marrying non-Muslim girls. Our Muslim girls are being uh, are being left out. Idris, is this a problem in the community? It's a problem both ways, my friend. It's a problem uh, both mm. ways. And it's uh, very sad. Uh, the, the father and mother are no more the moral authority at home. Uh, they're not prepared to take advice from the parents. The uh, only thing is my life, it's me, myself, I. They've forgotten about the Akira. It's about living for this world, enjoying, having a great time. But they've forgotten about the year after. They've forgotten about consequences. And <laughs> this happens when you do not 
engage the children where they do not imbibe and internalize Islamic values, where you do not have conversation with them. And suddenly when you talk about marriage, they say, no, their daddy, it's okay, I found someone already. And you get a shock of your life, you know, mm-hmm. because this is the whole point in the end. Uh, in the end, uh, you know, if you have not uh, uh, impacted on them in their malleable ages, then, then they, as they grow up, they become intransigent and they'll not respond to any advice. Yes, Idris, and at that time of the year, schools are closing, I, be, I believe today or tomorrow. And uh, you as an educator, you've been through so many scenarios. You've seen them open, you've seen them close. I'm sure you recall the days. I don't know, in, in, in my time, you know, when... Uh, uh, when we, uh, the, the examinations were done and uh, what we used to do is recent the back of the class we'll all put our desk together and we'll play Tani I don't know if you played the game Tani and we'll play Tani and the teacher used to join us sometime but he said no I'm busy marking so boys and girls you'll know what to do so we played Tani uh, how would you advise uh, you know uh, uh, those that are going for a break those that have uh, completed the uh, metric exams what advice would you give them Idris? Yeah, I know the metric exam is can be quite uh, demanding, so they need a bit of break, but they must not give up, uh, you know, uh, reading. They must develop the art of reading. Uh, they must make sure when it comes to the Islamic obligations, they fulfill that. They will also make sure that the friends uh, they hang around with are good, wonderful human beings that are an extension of the values of the home. They mustn't do things out of any impulse. Because often, you know, they say, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to use the holiday to find myself. And suddenly at the end of the holiday, you find, forget mm. about finding yourself. You're a complete loss to yourself and the community. Mm, absolutely. And uh, perhaps, uh, yeah, once again, the community leadership comes into being. You know, both you and I, we had friends uh, with the MYM. The MYM, uh, the Muslim Youth Movement I'm talking about, uh, gave us some uh, direction. You know, they used to have the youth camp and they had the libraries and, you know, to bring in a fantastic overseas guest. You know, those were like uh, the top of the Muslim world that came and addressed us here in South Africa. And uh, perhaps are we lagging in that, Idris? Yes, you know, the, uh, I must say uh, that when we look at uh, our lives, we cannot thank enough, uh, you know, the MYM leadership, uh, the Halka programs, uh, the programs at As-Salaam and everywhere else really shaped our attitudes. It uh, really helped us to get to know other people. And we had a far more holistic uh, view of life. And it was further enhanced by those illustrious scholars that came from overseas. They gave a perspective of Islam that we never heard before. It was so stimulating. People like Jamal uh, Badawi, Ahmad Sakar, and I remember, uh, you know, uh, Yusuf Islam at that time in the 70s also came mm. down. And uh, others, you know, we felt really a sense of elation, exhilaration. And uh, and it was, uh, the NYM was, had a general acceptance, you know. Uh, but today we are living at a time when uh, much of our energies is expended uh, uh, damning other people, you know, and uh, suggesting that uh, what one or two individuals, one or two organizations are projecting is the only Islam as if they have the monopoly of truth. You know? 
You know, uh, I, I recall the late advocate Ayam Bawa. You know, I think he was the first president of ICSA, Islamic Council yeah. of South Africa. And, you know, as a young man, I, I was very privileged to be his confidant. You know, he there took to me and he showed me all the papers. And at once upon a time in the history of this country, every organization was under one body. And suddenly this breakaway came into, they fragmentated into different in- entities. And that was the end of uh, unity in, 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 in this country. And, you know, it was a very sad uh, day indeed uh, to see things like this happen. But we are not told uh, the real history of this country because, you know, we talk about state capture. Perhaps our deen has been captured by certain entities here and certain groups. And uh, th- this is why we find ourselves in this problem. And, uh, and then when you look at the Holy Lands, you see there's a bigger problem. Uh, recently, they're banning uh, the public uh, Jamaat. Your, your thoughts, Idris? Yeah, yeah, it's quite true. This is very, very true. The whole thing is just that uh, in the end, you see, uh, when you go to bed, you know exactly who you are. Uh, you know, you know, Allah knows. Allah knows you very, very well. So, you know, kudos to those individuals who try to unite the heart. And then, you know, Allah will take to account those others that are uh, Selfish, they're only concerned about the egos and are really people that uh, do little or nothing. Or rather, they are people that are contributors for all the fitna in the world, you know. So anyway, so I think my advice to people is this. Uh, be a person that wants to unite. Do not be that person that creates any kind of impediment. Do not be a whisperer. Do not be a keyboard warrior. And in the end, it's very easy to sit in an ivory tower, you know, and uh, you've got uh, a group of followers, often more fanatical, and loose cannons, many of them, and they, you know, engage you without using the rational blind acceptance in them. So inshallah, my advice is that we can help everyone. I tell you, you really, you really navigated that brilliantly this morning. Mashallah, you know, uh, lots of questions. Now, thank the listeners for that. You're really stimulating. But Idris, uh, you know what? Uh, bottom line is, you know what? Good luck to them, whoever. But if you're making waswisu, you have to go and meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, I like the way you said it. They know who they are. But why do this keep on playing the that game of, uh, you know, playing the man and not the ball, Idris? Yeah, that's the that's the problem. You know, this is the whole problem. You know, Allah make it easy uh, for everyone, and uh, you know, and then we pray through the medium of the station, your program uh, that uh, sanity prevails. Inshallah. Inshallah, Idris, I like you. I love you for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And uh, yeah, you, I think you gave us your, but give us a double embossed parting words, Idris. Now my parting words are. That you are an important uh, creation of Allah. You're part of the Ummati of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Become a useful uh, uh, part of the Ummah. Be productive, be creative, be supportive, and most importantly, be an individual that will leave a true legacy. That even in your death, you are an inspiration. Amin. Amin. So, Amin. Like Malik al Shabazz, he passed away. With only 40 degrees, 40 years old.
and look at the legacy he left behind. Idrisa, you've been absolutely brilliant this morning. You have a mashallah day ahead. Inshallah, we talk to you uh, next week this time. Inshallah, you take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Oh, Ibris Kamisa there. And I like it, I like it, I like it. And uh, yes, people, you know what? You know, he, you notice, Idris didn't pick on anyone. He just said, just focus on yourself. Make sure that you know who you are and do the right thing. Unite the ummah. Don't go about and falling prey to that whispering of uh, the Iblisi or the uh, whispering of those uh, that cause fragmentation and disunity in the ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.